Hello everyone, and welcome to some more Know Your Wrestling! It's me here, Mark Sylvester, and today guys, I'm going to be doing my annual playthrough of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tales in Time, so welcome to another edition of Know Your Wrestling Let's Plays! Now this game is one of my all-time favourite games of all time. I mean, I love Tales in Time. Uh, besides, obviously, Vice City, No Mercy, Mega Man 2 and Metroid Prime, for example, this game is a game that I truly fucking love. It's amazing. Even though, yes, I completely adore um, Shrew's Revenge that came out last year, but this game is still holds up. It's still amazing as ever, and for me, it's one of the best uh, games ever created. It's so much fun, it's so, so good. And with the way that I like to play through the game each uh, year as well, so basically what I've done is I put it on the hardest difficulty, giving myself the top lies because I've got mine as well, giving myself auto uh, dash, but you can also do it on the button as well too. But I like kind of doing it on the button stuff as well, and it's just one of those awesome games as well. So yeah, this game is just truly, wow, truly one of the best. And it's really cool as well because you can play as each of the different turtles. So you've got Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello and Raphael. And I want to play as my boy, Leonardo. So what I'm going to do is well, I'm going to let the intro thing happen as well. This is April O'Neil reporting. And you can see Krang take away the Statue of Liberty. And you can hear the Shredder like laughing. Ha ha ha. And then Leonardo goes, hey Shredder, bring that statue back. You bloated beanbag. It's really cool because in the arcade version, obviously the intro is a different song with Pizza Power. And it also, in this version, it has the Big Apple 3AM. And I just fucking love that. It's just, oh my God, this game is just amazing, man. I love it so, so much. And then you've got uh, the introduction with the amazing music as well because that's the good thing about Konami. They make such good soundtracks, man. I mean, um, this game, you've also got the original NES game, uh, Castlevania, Tournament Fighters, Super Castlevania 4, like uh, Metal Gear Solid. Konami's got some really good uh, pieces of music as well. And also as well, I love that one thing I love about this game too is the fact that the first level literally tells you all about the game as well too. It's one of those things that, um, unlike newer games, which I kind of find the tutorials are far too much with this one, it's basically kind of showing you, okay, so pizza recovers your health, because obviously in the show, the turtles love pizza, and they love, and even in the comics, they love pizza as well. They've included it in every single thing of the turtles in general. And also as well, it's showing you obviously the different enemies that you'd be fighting against as well, and then it shows you obviously the obstacles where you had the, um, the, you know, the big boulder uh, ball thing. You've also got Krang here as well. So when you get hit by his electrical shocks, it will hurt you and stuff. Because then when you play other beat-em-ups and stuff, it kind of shows you what the game is like and stuff. And also as well, each turtle, as you can see there, I got hit by one of the obstacles because that blue foot children is a bastard and stuff. And also as well, it's showing you, obviously, as you can see there, the big... Uh, you know, construction ball thing as well. Can't remember exactly what it's called, but yeah, it's just one of those things like it shows you everything you need to know about the game as well too. Fuck, I'm gonna lose a life. Let me get some fucking health. 
And I think as well, because I've been playing this game for so long throughout my entire life, I know this game really well, but since playing through... Um... Oh, I love that move. Shadow's Revenge. It, this, even though I love this game to bits and I still think it's one of the best games ever created and stuff, it, it, it feels... Stiff isn't the right word, but it feels very different. Hello, Terminate the Turtles, and now I'm flying against Baxter's to fly. And I love the music to this boss as well. The boss theme is just so, so good, man. And I love that as well, because you can then rut dash into him as well. This game is just so good, man. And also as well, the animation of this game too, because originally this game was an arcade game. Obviously, they had to take away a few bits from it, but they were able to add so much more because then they actually had the health of the different characters like you have here, back of Stockman's health and stuff, because normally it would just show you the uh, the flat, the red flash and stuff, and, fire and, and stuff as well, because you can see him taking all this extra attack and stuff, and then now here, you can see Leonardo dashing into him and stuff as well, and now you can see him flashing even more and stuff, and also as well, when you get pizza, because in the original, um, arcade game you have them go uh, with like a smiley face showing off the animation but the fact that they're able to do what they did as well and everything else as well too is really cool and also as well the difference between this version compared to the um, arcade version as well is the fact there was an extra level no two extra levels in this version I mean kind of two extra levels I mean you had the uh, the Technodrome and they also changed a few of the bosses as well. Alicat Blues, that's another good level as well. Oh, this game was just amazing. And it's just, you know, because you have like extra things happening because obviously when you're playing at home, it's different when you're playing in an arcade because obviously in the arcade, they want to suck out all of your uh, money and stuff. And in the arcade version, when you um, hit that, they have like, um, Wash it out, suckers. They have like a voice clip come up as well for the different turtles too. So it adds a bit more. But obviously, on a SNES, you couldn't really do that, to be honest. Where with this, you can. My, I've been playing so much Shredder's Revenge recently that I instantly went to um, go for uh, the circle to kind of like get out of the way like you can like you can do like the flip thing on Treasure Revenge so when you're being attacked you can kind of like run away and that game as well was amazing too obviously it won't obviously it doesn't have the nostalgia love that I have for this game like the other one does but this game is still amazing though ah oh, fucking roadkill Rodney's I hit them a bunch of bastards oh that's interesting so even if you don't hit them it still takes off your health when you do a special oh, that's fair enough Because you can see here is all the different colours, uh, foot soldiers and stuff, because obviously the different colours, they have different weapons like you saw in the previous level. The white ones have like the nunchuck moves, the blue ones come up with swords, the orange ones are a lot more aggressive version of a uh, blue one and stuff. You can see here the uh, different, obviously in the show they had all the different foot soldiers and they're kind of like, okay, let's, rather than having it always the same different enemy, let's change it up a bit. And also as well, you've got the, the different moves as well too, like you can charge them, you can hit them with your sword, you can jump at them with your kick, you can grab hold of them and stuff. Like this game is, for, for its time, was very advanced when it comes to um, beat em up games. And which is why for many people like Screw Attack and myself, it's one of the best, uh, fuck you bitch. No, fuck you Rokio Rodney's you bastards. 
I hate them so much. And it's amazing as well because I've been so used to playing through Shadows Avenged that it's so weird playing back this game because you're because I'm so naturally uh, going to head towards basically the moves from that game as well. I think I have to fight them maybe one more time. Oracle Rodney's maybe. And the cool about this game as well, it has the tropes of a traditional um, beat em up. Like you go in on a lift stage and stuff, you've got all different enemies and everything. They've got harder enemies, after other obstacles and stuff. It's just, this game is just amazing, man. And the music to this game as well, like, I'm gonna tangle you, Scream Slime Balls. And it's like, you have the different characters and stuff, and it's just amazing, man. Shit. Because Visa. Fucking hell, this guy's just kicking my ass. Get here, you bastard. Oh, there we go. And you've got Metalhead, who is based off of the character who appeared in one episode of the original cartoon, who obviously has more of a... Um, Thing in later episodes and different series as well, like the 2012 episode, Donatello made him up, where in the original show he was created by Krang to fight against the turtles, obviously he's a turtle. Yes, got him! And you can see him as well. Explode! And another thing as well I love about this game too is just I absolutely adore like the poster, because obviously each of the games the um, poster behind it. Ah, oh, sewer surfing. I love this level. And the music to this level as well. Plus here as well, you get to fight against the um, pizza-eating powder puffs, as the turtles once called them. You know, obviously the pizza monsters and stuff, which basically are xenomorphs. But going back to what I was saying earlier and stuff as well, it's just like, you know, you have all these different enemies you fight against and stuff. And it's like, my toe, my toe, my toe. Oh, so good, man. Fucking hell. They don't call it hard for nothing, you know. But also going back to what I was saying earlier about playing this game, Fed Shadows Revenge, like, it plays, like, so differently. And it's like, I'm so used to playing Shadows Revenge because I've been playing it so much because I've got it on the PS4, PS5, um, Switch and stuff that I've been going through the uh, PS5 version and literally unlocking everything because it's such an amazing game and it's like, I just want to beat it stuff and get the platinum again because it's amazing so yeah because this the version because this version was very different compared to the um, compared to the arcade because in the arcade version uh, you would literally fight against the rat king and then he would no you wouldn't fight against anyone at all but actually after this you would then be sent back in time by the shredder but in this version, you're fighting against the Rat King, which I thought was really cool, because then it kind of gives you a um, different way of uh, basically giving you extra stuff to do and everything else as well. And, oh, got a good extra life, boy. You know, and it's just cool as well, because now we're fighting against the Rat King with the amazing music happening as well, too. I love this song so much. Fastest sewers in the world. And then you've got, you've got the break point here as well, fight against the Rat King. 
and stuff who's a really cool character and everything else as well because it's really cool as well because in because basically in this version you fight against the Rat King and then you get then you go to um, the Technodrome and then after fighting the Shredder in a which then they kind of reincorporated that kind of style fight in um, Shredder's Revenge against Chrome Dome that uh, that they kind of you then you go back in time like the Shredder afterwards which I thought was really really cool because then it's like um, it, they wanted to add more to it as well, and also as well the way they use the SNES graphics too as well and everything. And then, obviously in the um, arcade version, all the different characters had different voices and stuff like uh, and everything. Where in this version they don't. And going back to the posters, sorry, because basically the posters in the game that um, with each like game you have the poster what it was. So basically for this one you have the poster slash game box for um, or the art design, whatever you want to call it. For Technodrome, let's kick shell. We've got the Turtles and Time one. They do the same thing for the box for Tournament Fighters for Super Nintendo, the NES version, the Mega Drive one. So it's really cool because then it adds uh, different filters to it because otherwise you'll just be a boring um, blank screen with just the amazing gameplay. But you can as well in the options too. You can have it so the screen's full screen. You can have it with a screen more 4x3 and it's really cool the different effects you can add to it as well to this game too because this is I'm playing it on the um, Cowabunga collection which I've got physical as well as um, digital on both the um, Switch and the PS5 slash PS4 where you know it's like you, you know you've got, to, you've got to support the turtles I mean Shows Shows Avenge was one of the most successful games of 2022 I mean, with the fact of how good it was and how much it sold and everything too and and stuff, and it's just fuck, I'm being destroyed here, and it's um and it's an amazing game as well. Got the mouses as well, and it's just this music, man. It's just this music is just amazing. Uh, I will gush about the music a lot in this game <laughs> whilst playing this to be honest, because. The music is just amazing, and the fact as well, this song was actually just cr oh my god, I was so close to fucking pizza. And also, as well, you got here these guys where you'll be fighting against these against the Shredder, teaching you how to obviously grab hold of them and hit them and stuff, because obviously you need to dash into them to hurt them. Because normal attacks like hurt him, because obviously you got to throw them into the Shredder and stuff, and yeah. It's just fucking awesome, man, I love it. And you've also got there the shredder on the screen taunting you because this was one of the levels or the level that was created for the um, SNES version because obviously this level doesn't appear at all in the SNES version because this is where you fight against Toko and Razor. Oh, what a bitch! Master, <laughs> they say have fun, fun. Because then this is obviously incorporating uh, Toko and Razor from the second Turtles film because originally in the um, In the arcade version, you fight against Tolkien Razor on Bury My Shirt Wounded Knee, I believe the level's called. It's basically whatever the ship level is. I believe it's Bury My Shirt Wounded Knee, I might be wrong. And then you fight against people from Rocksteady on that level instead, so they're incorporating um, the classic, you know, characters in it as well, which I find to be really, really cool. So there's always it's a, it's a different um, ways that things can do it as well because obviously as well too you have uh, obviously mode seven where in the original arcade version um, 
the level we fight against Krang for the first time, which I can't remember what it's called. Um, ah, there's the elevator boy, it's the lift. They always have these in every single beat-em-up game. Um, because obviously they couldn't really do all the effects that the arcade version has, because obviously the Super Nintendo is not as powerful as the arcade, which obviously they had to do some constraints, but also at the same time add a few different things as well too. Uh, that basically they gave, they made that level more mode 7. Which is really cool because then it kind of makes, um, gives the game more of its own personality because obviously they wanted to make it a different um, compared to the arcade version and stuff. Oh you fucking bastards. <sighs> I hate Roadkill Rodneys, they're a dick, they are dicks. Oh, glad I got that because basically after beaten all through this lift and stuff you then fight against uh, the shredder because it will literally just send you straight through you don't you can't um, it's like a, a continuous thing it doesn't just stop you you can't just go you have to then fight against the shredder you can't just be like oh, I'm gonna get the health first then fight against them you know you have to uh, go straight in and you can see here as well the different color blue soldiers as well because these guys have got like the weird looking side pronged things, you had the darker blue ones who had katanas like Leonardo does and everything and you got these bastards as well so then it's kind of teaching you how to fight them and stuff ready for the fight against the shredder because obviously you have to throw them into him because he's got like a special because you can see that he's automatically going it's like a sequence rather than being like I'm gonna stop get the health and then go but this yeah tonight I dine on turtle soup which is a very classic line from the original cartoon and yeah, you can see here, you have to run into them and then throw them into the shredder. Have to be careful. Like that, there you go. Let's run into these bastards. There we go. That's three, that's two. To make sure you're close to them as well. One thing I hate about this game is the fact that the shredders can't. It's like I love the way they're able to do it and stuff, make it very mode seven, but you can't really see what the, what the hell you're doing as well, because it's kind of like. It's kind of that kind of thing where it's kind of like you can't really. Because the shredder's head's in the way, you can't really see what the fuck you're doing. Uh, rest in peace, James Avery, you absolute legend, you. Yeah, because he was the guy who did the voice of the Australian original cartoon, old Uncle Phil. Ah, oh, nearly. Yes, got him! So now I've just defeated the Shredder in the Technodrome, and this is where, in this version, he sends you back in time. My patience is wearing thin. I'm banishing you to a time warp from which you will never return. And this is when you fight through different stages based on different periods of history. So you've obviously got uh, the prehistoric Jurassic part. Then you've got more the um, pirate era. Then you've got the 18th century where it's like making of trains. And then you've got the future. Then you've got more of the future. And then you've got um, basically today. Or in, or in this game, back in 1992. Because the original version was originally released on the arcade in 91, and then the port came out in 92. Same with, uh, funny enough, 
Another very good game as well that I love and adore, Street Fighter 2. Just be careful then because they will flatten you otherwise. And this is the introduction as well to some new enemies too. And this level has one of the most annoying bosses in any fighting game ever. As well, Slash. I'll tell you what though, it's so weird playing this one back and then playing through Shows of Engine, just the difference in the gameplay and stuff as well. Get off me. There we go. That was lucky enough. And you've got the amazing backgrounds, the amazing colours as well, like the Super Nintendo was a beautiful, like even going back and playing this game again, just what the, what the, what the SNES could do is just fucking insane, man. Oh, that took off so much fucking health, you know. I mean, compared to the Mega Drive, like, this console was just amazing. I know the Mega Drive version, Hyperstone Heist, or the Genesis, if you lived in America, was a good game too. But for me, this game is just truly amazing, man. I mean, oh, look at that. That's cool. As you can do that. Oh, look at that. Double kill. That was quite a good kill. Quite the skills actually. You got here the foot sol uh, rock soldiers coming through. Obviously the, uh, the soldiers of the evil Krang. Obviously in this one he's only one one creature who's basically based on neutron and stuff. And then in the um, 2012 series it was a race of Krang, and then when that actually was good versions called the Utrons and stuff. So they kind of like incorporated that and stuff. So it's quite interesting actually uh, with the. Um, with obviously the different films and there's obviously the different incarnations because the Ninja Turtles have been around for 39 years and the um, and they've re recently released the trailer for the new film which looks really good I mean the art style looks amazing it, I mean thank the lord for um, Spider-Verse because it's made animation films look so much more better you know like Puss in Boots looks beautiful um, Obviously this Turtles film looks good. I mean, um, it might be one of those things, fucking hell, that was a big squish. Shell shock. And then, uh, but I mean, that film looks really, really nice. Like the colors are amazing and stuff. And it's just, looks really, really cool. And it's just nice to kind of finally see that they're not forgetting about the 2D roots. Cause as much as 3D looks good, I, I sometimes find a good 2D film or even a TV, show or whatever or even a shot or whatever it is just looks so much better sometimes than CGI does because I find with CGI as much as CGI is good I kind of find it sometimes to be a bit too wooden which is why I really like the fact that the um, Ninja Turtles game it was 2D kind of going back to the roots and stuff basically playing in a sense like a modern version of this which obviously with shows Avenge um, and having this game as a as a as its blueprint like can you blame it and also as well you can see the background there Oh, here's Slash. You can see, obviously, the Shredder's taken over. Your, here's your history, slime balls. You can see him, obviously. Um... Shit. This is the most annoying boss in the entire game. Okay, so he's again from the back. You know, because uh, you can basically see the Shredder going back in time as um, starting to rule different things as well. Because, obviously, he's the Shredder.
Oh, I hate that move. Come on. Oh, fuck. Oh, he used that bloody spin move. I thought he was not going to do that. Gone, nearly gone, nearly gone. Fuck. And I think it's really cool as well because obviously with this game and Strange Revenge and stuff, like 2022 was in a sense like the reincarnation of the old school Turtles games because obviously this game was just amazing. Yes, got him and stuff. And it's just really cool to kind of have these games back. And then you've got obviously other games like. Um, with Shredder's Revenge out as well, and you've also got the other Turtles games back in the past and stuff, and I'm hoping they might do more of these collections, but based on the 2003 games, and I know the two that I love that, you've got the Road 7 of going from the dinosaur to the pirate ship. You know, it's just really, really cool, and it's amazing, is. Oh, it's Skull and Crossbones! Yes, that's the one. Bro, my shot at Wounded Knee was the, is the, um, when you're on the the train, ah, oh, okay, I remember now. Fucking hell, it's amazing what you remember, isn't it? And this is the one where you fight against people from Rocksteady, where in the arcade version, you fought against Toko and Razor. Because then in the um, arcade version as well of Turtles in Time, on the previous level where you fight against Slash, you actually fight in that level against Clayface. Who only appears in one episode, actually. Who appears on the... Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's the arc where they're fighting against the crystals with a Martian. And then obviously the Shredder is able to find all the pieces of the of the crystal. And then he makes it on his helmet. Which then basically has where every fort comes to life and stuff. And then he loses his helmet and then Baxter finds it. And then this guy finds it. Who only really appears in the episode as well. Who gets fired by Vernon and stuff. And it's, it's quite cool, actually. Just all the different stuff that the Turtles and stuff throughout its lore and everything and how in the 87 series was basically the one that made the Turtles into the biggest franchise in the world at one point because they were and you can see here the cool shot of the fur obviously walking the plank you got the cannons coming down and to hit you as well and obviously that's another thing about obstacles from the first level uh, Big Apple 3am teaching you about be careful of those boulders as you can just saw there, <laughs> I got hit by the fucking cannonball. Ah, oh, I love this game, but my god, is it a pain sometimes. Ah, oh, yes. Come here. And if you get hit by one of those um, things, basically what happens is you... Uh, it's like, my toe, my toe, but then the platter, basically the bit of the wood hits you right in the head. Fuck me, sorry, this... These guys are taking a lot of health out of them. Like that. And <laughs> obviously I would have been hit by it. That was quite good dodging actually. Now I know how Gohan feels. Dodge! Or now how he doesn't feel because he can't dodge. Some health. 
When on this version, I wanted to try that, but obviously there's so many of them I couldn't really do it. But I know in Shadows of Venge you can, as soon as they throw anything at you, you can actually um, throw it back at them and stuff, which I find really, really, really cool. There goes the rock soldiers more and more. And then now I'll be fighting against Bebop and Rocksteady, there you go. Rocksteady and Bebop, you're walking the plank, show brains. It's really cool because they're actually dressed up as the pirates as well too. Ah, oh, Shell Shark. And I kind of really cool as well with the um, game over screen, it is basically uh, the original film poster and then you have to go back and play through the entire level again which I don't mind because this game is so good so it doesn't really bother me at all so but when you play over with someone else if you lose all your lives it doesn't matter as much because then you literally just start from uh, that point in the, in the level obviously when I make it harder single player and obviously this game is a game that's made for two people anyway as well Like I said earlier, I completely dodged all that, and no, not this time. This time I got fucking hit by it, because I'm a pleb. Oh. Have to be careful of them. And them as well. Fuck me hell, that was a crazy move there, man. I got hit by the bow, and then I got thrown by the bit of wood thing. Like so. I'm not doing as well this one, this time as I did the last time. Fucking hell, man. It's not hard for nothing, you know. I'm not sure if it's one of those things I haven't played this game for a while, or just because I've been playing Shows Revenge, I kind of get into the habit of the way that that game plays. It's a bit feels different and stuff. Yeah. I love the little um, details as well because you've got the ship coming through, you've got the amazing water effects as well too. And then you've got the cannons, which I got flattened by. Jesus Christ. Oh, so it, oh, that makes sense. So it aims where your turtle is. Okay. It's actually really clever. And that's why um, Big Apple 3AM is one of the best opening levels to any game ever. I also love as well the little figure Mike there appearing and stuff. I thought it was really cool because obviously player two, if you want to play start with them, obviously players Mikey. And you've got the guys throwing the cannonballs. They're just ones who just appear. And you can tell it's getting a lot more further in the game now because there's less health everywhere and stuff. Get off of me, you bitch. Fucking hell. Health, 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 health. There we go. Yeah. 
Oh, you can actually hit it. That's cool. Didn't realize you could actually do that. That's, that's really nifty. That's actually really fucking clever. It's amazing just what games could do back in the day as well. And also as well, because obviously it's games in a sense were also quite limited because obviously 92, they didn't really have the powerhouse that they do nowadays. I just think these the graphics and the colours of this game as well are just so good. Like the characters look like the characters and everything. And uh, this game, oh man, this game is just so fucking good. Ah, got kicked in the face by a bear bop. You can see there, Brock Steady's starting to get uh, more um, nearly defeated. I love how Roxy looks like basically the captain and stuff, and then you got. Yeah, they basically beat each other up. Ah, oh, yeah, boy. Skull and crossbows defeated. I love that where they say cowabunga, because when you play with more of the different turtles, obviously in this version you only can have two of them, but in the arcade you can have all four. And they all four say at the same time, and you have a massive speech bubble that says cowabunga now I'll be fighting on the train and this one is bury my shirt wounded knee and you'll be fighting this one against leatherhead i guarantee <laughs> you know who's basically a guy from um florida which is where the punk frogs book came from i can't remember he's if he's another cat ah oh, this song is amazing i love this soundtrack so much Oh he's, oh, he's a little bastard. So glad I was able to be away from that fucking grappling hook. If I do get hit by the grappling hook, uh, Mark, make sure you edit, get over here, into the video. I love that. Oh, that's even cooler as well. It's a bit like, oh, I love those little bits. Of, that's so cool when they're right inside the things, man. That's fucking awesome. And also as well, just the amazing soundtrack too. It's like, this song, oh man, this song, these games that, man, this these songs, sorry, are just so good. They're so, oh, I need this time. They've actually got a fucking... How the fuck did he get? Oh yeah, it's um, during this, this, you know, the, the uh, Renaissance period. Or, no, not Renaissance. The um, Steel period, where obviously uh, things were being created and stuff, and they were making trains and uh, the Industrial Revolution. Is what it was called. Yeah, that's it. Industrial Revolution. Do 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 do. That's a great thing about this game, it's like one of those things, that's why Konami is so good, man. The fact that they're able to make a game based on the awesome Heroes in a Half Shell fucking hit so hard as well was just amazing, man. I love it. The sound, oh, this game is just so good, man. Oh, he's got, oh, he's got a fucking bazooka. And how, how is he able to, but then again, they're rock soldiers from Dimension X, what do you expect? You know, you can't really um, think about a game that has you fighting as a freaking Ninja Turtle, you know. Watch out for them. 
I'll be fine against um, Leverhead. Oh goody, fresh turtles for lunch. I guarantee. Oh for fuck's sake. I got the bloody help. I didn't actually need that pizza until later on. Fucking game. I love his attack. And then he comes across. You just literally just have to make sure you dodge it. I said that and then I got hit like fucking five times. And the cool thing about this game was what uh, cool thing about the original cartoon was he was voiced by the legendary Jim Cummings. Who also did the voice of the Shredder a few times when obviously um, James Avery couldn't do it because he was filming the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's a girl was a great thing about Shredder Avengers as well, the fact they were able to get the original voice actors back for each rehearsal as well, you know. Got Cam Clark, Barry Gordon, Tanzan Coleman, and the amazing Rob Paulson. Obviously, all the other three are amazing as well, because obviously Cam Clark was also He-Man, and Barry Gordon was, I think, Spike, I think his name was, from Swap Cats, and Tanzan Coleman was also the Tick. So it's just cool to, and obviously, um, and you've got here the amazing Mode 7 of the Turtles going from the um, train to the future. And stuff, and, she, and he does amazing voices too, like Yakko and Pinky and stuff. That's it. Neon Night Raiders, and this is 20 fucking hell, three years ago! Three fucking years ago! Oh my fucking god! And to think, three years ago, we could have had this shit! Fucking Covid. Oh, this one as well, this is where the Mo 7 comes in, so, like in the original arcade game, you have this cool, like, Mo 7 thing where on top of a vehicle, and like you did in the, um, you know, sewer surfing and stuff. That's why this game is hilarious, man. It's like, fucking hell, this was like three fucking years ago. Fucking Tories. We could have had this shit, man, if we didn't have fucking COVID. And the music to this level as well, man, is just so fucking amazing, boy. Where's some help? I need some fucking health. Need some bloody health, need some fucking health. Oh, you fuck! Should just fucking dodge that because I wouldn't have been hit otherwise. I missed them completely, never mind. Well, he didn't miss me that time, did he? How the hell am I missing these fuckers? I'm like, what the hell? I'm completely missing him. This is amazing, isn't it? This was what they obviously um, were for the year 2020. It was going to be like back in 92 slash 91. Bloody hell, it's mad, this game, I swear to God. Here comes Krang. He's flying. Look at Krang, he's a flying. Krang is flying. Krang is flying. Here comes Krang. Here comes Krang. Here comes Krang. Face the wrath of Super Krang. I mean, it should really be about five times the size, but never mind. Should be more like Godzilla than actual Krang. Fucking hell, that was a big kick. <sighs> Fuck you, bitch. Getting hit by the fucking bazookas.
Oh, damn it. Oh, you can't do that then, I guess, in this version. Ah, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because I thought you might be able to dash on this, but you can't. Holy fucking shit. There we go, finally got the bastard. And there he goes. You're going to pay! Now I've gone from 2020. So now I'm going to be going to the next level. Where you're on the moon base. I think it's the moon base, isn't it? Tarbase, where no turtle's gone before Starbase. Okay, this, this is more understandable to 20, um, 2100 rather than 2020. It's like, fucking hell, 20 fucking 20. And it's like, oh yeah, this is all this shit. And I'm like, I would love it if, if that was like nowadays, where we had all the fucking future shit. That's why it's so funny watching shows like The Jetsons and you can see things. So, oh, I remember these fuckers. From the original, oh yes, they were also in um, Shows Revenge, but they were more annoying to attack because they had to be uh, up and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's quite interesting actually where each game, because obviously Shows Revenge is, uh, was very much a love letter to this game and they kind of used this game as its inspiration to um, help design it and stuff. And it's just cool to kind of like see all the different enemies appear and stuff. And everything, fuck off. There we go. You're dead. That's cool. And then you've obviously got the Shredder sending back the turtles from the past to fight against you as well. That's just so cool, man, the way the Shredder uses his foot soldiers and sends them to the past to fight you and everything. That's just so cool, man. I love the dash move. It's so good. And I like the fact as well, they're still even using enemies that you fought against in even the first level as well. I just think that's really cool, man. And the fact that you just came up those shoots too, it's like, go on then, it's like you can find the trainers and be like, go on then, foot soldiers, attack. But sir, we're not ready. Fuck it, just go through anyway, I don't care. And it's like he just sends them through the shoots. It's kind of like, just get out there and fight against them, you fuckers. I just love this game so much. And you've got more than being sent through because obviously it's kind of based on um, Star Trek because obviously Starbase, Starbase, S, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. This is Captain Luke, this is Captain Picard, you know. Oh, fucking hell, I hate these fucking yellow bastards. Oh, I got another one as well, what the fuck? Holy fucking shit, man. They've literally... That's fucking bullshit, bruh. He's one of them's fucking dead. Ah, oh, I got fucking frozen, didn't I? 
Fuck you, bitches! That's cool, I didn't really could do that, that's really cool. You can actually hit the obstacles back at your opponent. That's amazing, man. Need some fucking health. So much bloody health in this one level, man. I want to have to stay back with him there. Go and fucking die, you bastards. I just love the little um, animations too, where you've got the turtles going, My toes, my toes. Fucking health. Oh, just give me that, just give me that, I don't care. Need some fucking health. Otherwise I'm fucking dead. Oh fucking hell! I said I wasn't gonna be stupid and I got fucking hit. Fucking careful with the bastards who just throw their shit at you, man. Oh, fucking wankers. I love that AD2100. Just to letting you know what year it is. Okay. Well, Johnny making sure they were gone. Okay, that's fine. I was expecting that. Shredder's shoot. 
So I'm getting more points. Oh, it's these bastards. own that time. I think there's more come through for this one time, I don't know. Them. Okay, that's good. Had to kind of sacrifice a life of mine to be able to defeat those bastards because previously I probably lost like three lives against the fuckers. Oh, you stupid asshole! Went to fucking hit you as well, you bastard. That was stupid, shouldn't have done that. He hit me with a shoulder barge. Oh, you fucking bastards. Okay, someone's attacking these bastards. There we go. Still got some lives left. I'm going to make sure I'm not so stupid. Get off of me, you bastards. Oh my god, there's pizza right there. I'm right near it, we're nearly in a level now. Thank the Lord for that. Who do I fight? Now I get to crown now, so fine, I got fair that time. You show heads are dead. Okay, you can see Shredder in the background being like, Come on, Crown, kill them, you fucker. And you can see there as well the logo of the foot, because obviously the turtles were a um, parody of Daredevil. Basically, in the original um, Turtles, it was basically a uh, homage to like the old school Jack Kirby, X-Men, you know, um, the 
teenage popularity of different comic book characters at the time of Dare, Daredevil, because obviously he fought against the hand, where in this you fight against the foot. How the what the fuck? That didn't even hit me. Doesn't really matter. Maybe it's one of those things as long as it's near your vicinity. Maybe that's where it works. Okay, that makes sense, I suppose. sending off those things. You have to kill them all? There he is. Keep them fucking disappearing. You have to at least kill three of them for him to appear on the screen. Apparently. It's fine by me. Yep, yeah, come on. Oh, keep them fucking disappearing. Come on, Krang. Fight, you bastard. Nope. Time I think, yep, nearly killed him. It's like, nope. Yes! Finally got the fucker! That holds our way home! Let's go! Turtle power! Now we'll be going back to present day, or 1992 in this game's case. And you can see here as well, you can see the detector drone there as well. You can see there, AD 1992, and this is where the Shredder becomes Super Shredder. Because in the original Tales in Time video game, Shredder is just normal Shredder who looks fucking awesome with like the big sword he attacks you with and stuff. But in this one, he becomes Super Shredder where he, if he hits you with Turtle Soup, my favourite, or if he hits you with a move that is basically, um, you are dead pretty much. careful not to be hit by by that move but that's basically like a Hadouken kind of move because if you are shit not doing too bad actually there's any health anywhere I need some health nope probably not yeah you can see in the background there set Liberty where that if that move hits you once that is you basically dead instantly like you would instantly lose a life which I think is fair enough, because obviously I want to make this game hard, I don't know. Nearly. Shit. Yes! On one life! Fuck yes! The final shell shot's been warm on me, boy! The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, our four reptilian heroes, have overcome the arch-villain Shredder. You can see the turtles returning the um, Statue of Liberty, and you can see April O'Neil, and <laughs> he just sort of kid jumping, and he just falls asleep his face, like, yeah, that's my sons. Ah, oh, I love it. And then you have the amazing uh, song, Pizza Power. Obviously, they're doing like a more of a 16-bit version of it as well. And you can see the turtles all celebrating their win and stuff, and obviously saving the day and everything else as well too. And it's just 
just fucking amazing, man. I love this game so much. This game is just, oh, this game is so, so good. As much as I do prefer uh, Shreds Revenge because obviously the way it plays, it's a lot more, um, I find it to be a lot more fluid, a lot more arcade in the way it plays. But this game is still absolutely amazing. I mean, Yu Hara and Yu Oko uh, do some amazing different songs and stuff too. It's just an amazing game. It's just, you know, it's just, this game is still amazing as ever. I still love it. And it's just one of those games that I think is something that if anyone wants to play a great Turtles game, I'd highly recommend it because it is truly that fucking amazing. And Konami have created some of the greatest video games ever and playing through my yearly playthrough of this amazing game made me appreciate just how amazing and truly epic the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time truly fucking is. And I'm just going to let you guys leave off here with the amazing video of the credits showing you off the different turtles, the enemies, the characters, what you would get when you beat a game on the hardest difficulty. So enjoy this amazing outro guys, take care and always remember Turtle Power!